This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Main Ingredient. I'm Krista Hall. She forgot who she was. <laughs> I was looking at my, my watch. Okay, we are spoiled tonight. We are on the road and I love the road. This I don't know that I've eaten awesome. this much food. I can't remember the last time I've eaten this much food. Usually we eat food as we're talking, but these two crippled us. Maybe they didn't want us it's to talk It's surprising that we're not in a food coma right now, Seriously, actually. where are we right now? We are at Little Nana's Italian cr- Kitchen on uh, Notre Dame and Beverly. We are joined by Mike and Sandra Romani and Chef Dan Ignacio. Ignacio. Ooh, oh, see, see, he throws the names Ignacio. at me all the time. I said it kind of right. That's right, right? Yep. All right, so how are we doing tonight, guys? We're doing excellent. Very well. <laughs> Very good. All right, so Little Nana's Kitchen. There's nothing little about that menu. We have eaten a lot of food tonight. Little Nana's 76 years old and 76 pounds. <laughs> is that, so that's who it's named after? Absolutely. It's my mother-in-law, yep. and she is a dynamite woman. Been eating these recipes for 35 years, and she is literally comes in a couple times a week, helps out with the orancinis, the sausage, the meatballs, works with Dan. Her and Dan are like, Dan's like a, a son to her now. That's awesome. Okay, so... You guys, you have other jobs. This is not what you do. So I wonder, you know, obviously, you guys obviously have cooked a lot. What made you decide to turn it into a business and open a restaurant? We've been eating these recipes for, as I said, 35 years. <clears throat> you should be 300 pounds. Until I should be. And should I'm be. close to 300 pounds. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we, we, like I said, we've been eating these recipes forever. And, and I, I wanted to honor little Nana. Uh, she's like a mom to me. Obviously, I've known her forever, and her recipes are excellent. And we thought giving back to something that we find so passionate about and we love doing. Service is such an interesting concept. If you love service, it's not a it's not a job. It's just it's fun. It's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. You meet such great people like yourselves. You're able to serve them great food, and the smile that it comes across from that is amazing. And that's really what we did it for is is for that. Cassandra, who's I was it a collective idea? Like obviously, hey, like I said, you guys are busy. You're raising kids. You have another business. Whose idea? Like we're having a conversation on. I can assure you, this was not my idea. <laughs> okay, so he brings it up to you. You're thinking what? And I am along for his crazy ride, but it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. How long have you been open now? Since December sixth. Yep, nine weeks. Yeah, nine oh. weeks. Almost for uh, two months. Yeah. How did you get involved, Dan? So uh, I just recently moved here. Um, I moved last year. That was April 25th, to be precise. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, I got married last, uh, last last year. And then uh, my wife is a pharmacist. We heard you moved for love. Yes. 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 Yeah. And then um, I was actually in New York for three years. Um, I'm finishing my master's. I actually finished my master's now this mm-hmm. year. And, Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I decided to move here because I can finish the other course online. So when I move here, and you know, you know, like I'm just, I don't like just standing, not doing anything. So I look for a job, and um, I got this uh, very good opportunity, you know, to share my talent, to share my skills, because I'm a type of um, guy. It's like cook food, but you know, not too fancy, but you know, really, really good. So Italian food was your specialty, like was your? Well, not really, because. <clears throat> Most of uh, my U.S. experiences, I've been ev- everywhere in the United States. I've been New York, uh, Colorado, uh, Maine, yep. and California. Like most of the places that I work with, like half of them has like, inf- uh, Italian influence. Mm. Like most most of them. So, right. Yeah. Wow. So how did you find each other? So we interviewed a bunch of chefs, and 
<clears throat> it's interesting. I was just going to compliment Dan. We interviewed a bunch of chefs, and a lot of chefs had, I'll be honest, had a far more experience in Italian cooking. But what Dan carried to the table, which I love in any aspect of any business we operate, is passion. He loved it. He would not serve a dish that didn't have it nailed right to the point. And we both were in a, in a meeting one day, and I said, it's got to be made with love. And, he, and we said it at the same time. And every dish that we serve, I say to everybody within our operation, if it doesn't say love all over it, it doesn't go to the table. You can go and explain to the, to the guest. You can say that it's going to take another minute. But if it doesn't say love, it's not passionate. You don't love it. You just you can't serve it. And that's what Dan carried. And so I'm super happy to be with Sandra and with Dan here because every day we get in, it's fun. It's enjoyable. The service is excellent. But we articulate the recipe so, so well. And when he embraced little Nana, it just, I said right away, done. That's exactly the person I want. And as I said earlier, little Nana's like uh, a grandma. Yeah, I, call, I call him yeah. mom, uh, mom, actually. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to share a story. So um, she made the arancini for the first time. And I don't know the recipe. And then uh, I asked for her number. And I was calling her. And she's not answering. So I called her like for a week. And she's not answering. So I, I told uh, Miss Sandra and uh, Sir Mike, like, she's not answering. And then... They told me to leave a message because uh, little Nan is not, not answering because um, I think there was like scammer or something like that. Oh, she didn't recognize your number. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not answering. Salesman. No, when I left my um, when I left my um, message, then after the next day she answered right away. <laughs> <laughs> and so she gave you the recipe for the arancini, and we yeah. had that. That was the first dish we tried tonight. We've tried. A lot tonight. I and feel like, it oh. was delicious. So it's rice and cheese and deep fried. Yeah, deep fried. And then uh, uh, tomato sauce. Tomato Fresh sauce. tomato sauce. So. It the was only incredible. thing bad about that is that it's so good, you literally want that for the rest of the night. Like it just started off so good. I, I, I couldn't imagine moving on from that. But we did. did. I know we did. <laughs> but, but you guys must get a really good response from that. Yeah, the arancinis are fantastic. And... You know, Italian recipes are very, very simple, but if you use quality ingredients, it's very easy to get flavors. And that's what we use. We use high-level ingredients. We don't scrimp on anything, and everything's in-house. Sauces are made fresh. All of our sauces, or excuse me, our sausage, our um, meatballs, our meatballs yep. all ground fresh every day. So it's uh, it's easy to it's easy to put a smile on someone's face when you're doing that. Okay, you know, we didn't do our, our, our original cheers. We always oh. So we're going to cheers on the way out. We're going to take a little break. And we're going to talk about the actual decor. We're going to talk about the interior of this restaurant. It's very unique, right? So let's cheers. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. cheers everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. And we're going to come back here on the main ingredient. We're at Little Nana's Kitchen with Dan, Sandra, and Mike. Krista. On, on 680 CJLB. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the second segment of the main ingredient. We are at Little Nana's Kitchen. Little Nana's Italian Kitchen. Little Nana's Italian Kitchen. You said, hey, you said you weren't doing it because you didn't want to screw it up, and now I screwed it up. Just bickering. <laughs> like an old married couple. <laughs> With Mike and Sandra Romani. I love that last name. Romani rolls up the tongue. Dan Ignazio. Yeah, baby. Look at that. Wow, look at that. Go. Look How at you that like that? Go. Even after all these drinks, funny, enough, funny enough, though, um, I have a Portuguese friend. Um, he told me that my last name was originated from Italy. Really? Yeah. Oh, and you're on the right yes. spot. Look at this. Yeah. Oh, you're on the right spot. Still meant to be. All right, let's talk about the building. There's not a lot. Okay, we're on, we're on Notre Dame right now, right? 
And uh, what made you choose this location? This, this is the, my main business is real estate. It's the first building I bought. So when I bought the building... Uh, like how long ago were we talking? <clears throat> bought the building in 2012, I think. Yeah. What was it before? This was an Italian grocery store back in the 1960s. Really? And day two, when we opened the restaurant, the couple that ran the Italian grocery store came in. Oh, wow. It was so cute. She was in a, a walker and they walked in. They came in and had soup. They had tomato soup. And they said they ran a grocery store here. And I was like, amazing. Because when I bought the building, it was an Ethiopian cultural center. And it was a um, convenience store. But before that, for 20 years, it was an Italian grocery store. And the, awesome. Yeah, it was really neat. It was really neat to see them. Yeah. Okay, so what made you decide to make this a restaurant? Uh, it was a passion. Like I was saying earlier, it was a passion. Love little Nana. Love the recipes. Love the concept of service. Was that the objective when you bought it? Like when you bought the building? No, no. When I bought the building, we were getting into the real estate business on the residential side. Right. And then as time went on, we acquired more buildings and more assets. I just decided that, you know what, I wanted to be in the restaurant business, service-based business. And we thought... And we thought that uh, building a restaurant here was the right location, close to HSC, a lot of traffic. Yeah, it just ended up being a great spot. What about service yeah. appeals? You seem to like you like really, really like it. I love putting smiles on people's faces. I've been in the service-based business for 25 years. So parking business, security business, maintenance, real estate, it's all service. you got to make people happy in whatever sure. you do. And we're just doing that now. Right, babe? Yeah. So the design, the, the interior design of this place is different now from what we're used to it's beautiful it's very cozy thank you what was the inspiration here the inspiration was with all the restaurants that you have now uh i find that it's very difficult to have an intimate conversation whether you're with your friends or with your wife or your colleagues or whatever it's always really loud it's always really really loud it's really really noisy Mm -hmm. like yeah if if you just like decide to go like for hang out to a friend you can hear him yeah like never met her for a very long time and you decide to go to a restaurant and you know have a fun chat and then after that, you're going to just surprise me like, oh, no, it's everywhere or something like that. So yeah. so it's really hard to find a restaurant like cozy like this. And, you know, it's nice and it's all booth that has more privacy and yeah. intimate, um, you know, setup. So- yeah, we, we have we have one harvest table at the front that we can serve 14 people. But our whole concept is intimacy, right? We want to be, we want to have some intimacy with the guests. We want them to feel that they're in Italy. We want them to feel that the recipes are Italian. They're They're fully engaged in what they're coming up for um there's so many restaurants and so many great restaurants in the city they're competitive i just wanted to make sure that someone came in here and they could feel like they're having dinner with whoever they're having dinner with versus the whole restaurant right that was really the concept what is the capacity how many people 64 64 64. and we're sitting in a booth right now there's six of us including our friend valet here and it's cozy there's room for more but we I feel like we're just, it's just us in this restaurant. Yeah. Like you just feel like you're on your own. It's yeah, that's exactly fabulous. what we want, right? We want yeah. we want that feeling. We want them to come here. We want them to stay. We we don't want to be a restaurant that wants someone wants to come back for two months later. We want them. We want them back every couple of weeks. What about the front door? I noticed that even the people waiting to get in at the front door are part of the restaurant. You guys are serving them. They're kind of it's a great it's almost it's a great place to wait. We yeah. call that our leaning lounge. Yep. Call it our leading lounge, exactly. We, we we want everybody to come right through that front door and feel like they're at Little Nana's table. So we want a high-end quality of food. We want a high-end quality of service. We want them to feel comfortable, that they feel like they're friends as soon as they walk in the door. And we've only been open eight weeks, but everybody has commented on some aspect of the service, but the majority of people have come in and felt like they're family instantly. And that's what we want. Yeah. 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 
the, uh, when we walked in, there's also um, another feature right at the front, a big wine bottle that's... Tell us about that, Sandra. So we're, we've decided we're going to pick a different charity every year. And every cap or cork that goes in that big acrylic wine bottle, at the end of the year, we will count them and we will donate a dollar for every cap or cork because a lot of our wine bottles do have caps. Um, we'll donate a dollar to this year. Our charity is the Children's Rehab. And the reason we chose that charity is twofold. It's down the street. So it kind of made sense because it's a local West End uh, community establishment. And also I'm on the gala committee um, board for that. So it just sort of made sense that that's who we chose this year. So in 2021, we'll choose someone different. Very cool. That is awesome. That's a big, big thing to fill up. And it's beautiful, beautiful to look at. It is. We don't know how we're going to get them out yet because we didn't. <laughs> um, we didn't think about putting a trap door at the bottom. So <laughs> have you factored in how much actually it could possibly be? That's okay. That's fine. It's all good. <laughs> But we don't know how we're going to get them out. Possibly every, a plunger. Every donation will be worth it for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, good for yeah. you guys. Yeah. How has this neighborhood received the restaurant? Amazing. Amazing. Like, okay, you guys are busy in a time when restaurants aren't so, typically busy. How, like, how is that possible? We so, oh, go ahead. We've actually felt a bit. It's a little overwhelming to be honest with how well we've been received in such a short amount of time you know everyone's told us you know it takes a year for a restaurant to become established etc we've literally been sold out pretty much every night since february 1st um you know we did do dine about winnipeg uh, with chow magazine which obviously uh helped us because people then found out who we were um, but we've had a lot of people from the neighborhood, which has been great. We've had so much feedback from people in the neighborhood saying, like, thank you for bringing a restaurant that isn't fast food um, into the neighborhood. And, and then we've also been a destination. We've had a lot of people that have come. We, we actually have one couple in particular who's come in three times now from Toulon just to come to the restaurant. Mm. And that's like, honestly, yeah, that's Stephanie, yeah. literally the best compliment we could possibly have. That someone's come back, we're like, oh, are you in the city again? No, we literally just came back to eat here. I would, I would say that the majority of people that come in and book now are people that said our friends have been here and... It's not surprising. Can't Anyone that hasn't been here, it's because they haven't been here before. Yeah. But if you, if you get them once, they're coming back. Yeah, 100%. I agree. And thank you for that. That's a high compliment. Appreciate it. Okay, so we're going to take another little break. Sure. And we're going to talk about the food that you just smashed us with. Beautiful. I'm almost tired of saying how good it was. Like, oh my god, that was good. How was that was so good? I've said that like a hundred times since we've been here, even with the cocktail. So glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, we're not done yet. Um, we're gonna. No, I think we're done eating. Yeah, no, we're, <laughs> we're, we're done, done eating. eating. We're done we just need no, to we talk about dessert. it. Not dessert yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. We're at Little Nana's Italian Kitchen on Notre Dame. What, what's the address here? Corner <laughs> of eight eighteen. Yeah, eight one eight. Eight one eight Notre Dame. Yeah, corner of Beverly and Notre Dame. We're gonna return here on the main ingredient. On 680 CJOB. Back again with more main ingredients. We're at Little Nana's Italian Kitchen on Notre Dame. And I'm with Krista Hall. Um, Krista, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing, I'm full. I'm, I'm doing well, well but so I'm, I'm, I'm good. Okay, so we've talked about everything. We've talked about how the restaurant came to be. We've talked about the design, which is kick-ass. And now we are actually talking about the best thing in here, which is the food. Okay, so Mike, you have you, you have something in front here that you're actually going to prepare as we're talking. I do. We have some uh, cannolis that we make at the table. So in order to make a great cannoli, you have to fill it as you eat it. Um, or sorry, not as you eat it, before you eat it. Okay. You can't make them pre-fill them and have them fresh. It just doesn't go well. They need to be crunchy. They need to be fresh with the ricotta. 
And so we hand fill them every time at the table. So are the shells made here? Shells are made here, chocolate filled. And then uh, every four days right now, three, four days. Um, and then same with the, rec- the filling. Um, chocolate we don't make here, we bring in. And um, yeah, we fill it at, right at the table. Okay, so what is the filling exactly? I'm, I mean, I'm, there's a lot of people so, that know what cannolis are, but there's a lot of people that don't know what cannolis are. Maybe you want are. to bite on that one. It's a bit of a secret, but she'll relieve the secret. It's pretty much ricotta cheese and icing sugar. That's a traditional cannoli. Very nice. We, we had a gentleman come in one of our second or third days in, and he said uh, everything was spectacular, but I, the cannoli really doesn't taste like a cannoli. And I said, I said, oh, I'm sorry, where, where do you have your cannolis? And he said, well, I get it at one of the local grocery stores. And I said, well, that big grocery store chain doesn't make cannolis. And uh, we kind of laughed, and I, you know, they make these are traditional. These are right from Italy. The recipe's right from Italy. So a lot of ricotta cheese, a lot of icing sugar. I can yeah. I'm, I'm very intrigued. So how can you make it at the table in front of people? Well, it's a great question. Let me show you. Okay. So you are, you fill once. Oh, look at that. Okay. So you pipe it into the one side. I pipe it into one side. I pipe it into the other side. And then I hand dip it in chocolate. And then what I'll do is we will put it on the tray and we will fill it excess chocolate, which everyone loves. Do people like chocolate? Mm. <laughs> Apple. Heard. It's a rumor. And then every time you take a bite, you can re-dip it in chocolate and have a fresh bite every time. Oh, so and it's beautiful. Like Look at that. Mm. Wow. So this is not the only dish that you prepare at the table. This is not. No, we also we also do a cache and pepe. Which we had the pleasure of trying. And did you enjoy your cache oh, and pepe? It was incredible. Kevin? Okay, it's dumb here. Because I told you. It's, I've said I love everything <laughs> a thousand times. I'm almost tired of saying it. You know what I mean? From... Right out of the gate from, you know... The arancinis? I only regret not grabbing like 10 of them as we were going <laughs> through the kitchen. That's the only thing. Once I tasted them, they were... And these two were taking pictures. And all I could say was, dude, you're like... Stop, stop taking, taking pictures. Yeah. Bite this thing. And well, your pictures are done. Then you know you're in an Italian kitchen when you're doing that. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. So we started with that. Then we moved to the meatballs. Popetta. Yeah. The pop- okay. Popetta. Yeah. So hand, handmade, handmade meatballs. Everything's ground fresh every morning. Sorry, I've lost my glasses. Yes, are meatballs are. Your head? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you look for your iPhone with your iPhone flashlight? <laughs> yes, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Where's my phone? Where's my phone? <laughs> okay, so sorry, sorry, Mike. No, no, no problem at all. So the meatballs are ground fresh every morning. So we make uh, we have meat grinder in the basement. Uh, in our prep kitchen, and we grind them fresh every morning. Sauce is made fresh every day as well, and then the meatballs are cooked in the sauce. Number three, what do we have next after that? Krista Hall. We had, let me just let me just go back to Ke- my... Greedy Kevin Bergen was too busy eating to even remember what we had. So then we had the charcuterie tray. We did. Oh, yeah, we did. that was awesome. Sandra, would you like to describe the charcuterie board? Little cheese, little meat, a uh, little bread... Do you change it? Is it always the same? It, it'll it'll change depending on what's fresh, but basically we usually have uh, Reggiano Parmigiano, Romano Pecorino, we have some Gorgonzola, Prosciutto, Genoa Salami, super, no, Chorizo um, Salami. Some olives. Some olives and some Calabrese bread. Okay, yeah. you know, I'm going to roll back here. Okay. Right? When we came here, Valet was so busy sucking up 
the bread and the olive oil. Mm. And like, w- what's the deal with the olive oil the, and the and the vinegar? So the bread is made all day. We make it all day long, so it's freshly made yep. in house. Um, that everybody gets with their meals. Um, the olive oil is white truffle oil. So good with a little balsamic. And the thing with balsamic, a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of the balsamic you buy is not actually balsamic. If you read the ingredients, the first ingredient is red wine vinegar, which is actually not balsamic at all. And then maybe at the end, it'll say balsamic. So they put three drops in and call it balsamic. So it's terrible, but it, it happens, right? And you look and you go, why is some balsamic three ninety nine and other balsamic $30? Right. That's why. Because it's not actually balsamic. Same with same thing with white truffle. Um, you can get white truffle oil that's less expensive, and it's just synthetic versus real white truffle. So a lot of people will bring it out and they're like, "Oh, it smells like garlic." I'm like, "No, it's it's not garlic at all. It's truffle." But they don't necessarily recognize what the smell is. So it's pretty strong. But the 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 ingredients, as we said earlier in the in our interview. Um, are all very, very high-end ingredients, so you need to use less ingredients to make a great dish. So the white truffle oil, as she was articulating, is a very, very high-end white truffle oil. You can sit it on the table, and you can smell the aroma from the table. You don't have to bring it up to your nose like a lot of the other truffle oils. It's it, it's very high-end ingredient, and that's what we want to use so that you can smell it, you can taste it, and you, you enjoy it. And the food speaks for itself, right? Yeah, it does, sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so after that, we had a pizza. We pizza. had oh God, the awesome. prosciutto, prosciutto pizza. pizza. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's with the crust. Mm. Crust is it's one of those pizzas that even people who don't eat crust or say they don't eat crust. If you don't eat crust, that means you're not eating the right pizza, in my opinion. I agree. Right? I agree. Your pizza, lot, eat it from start to finish. A lot of great pizzas in Winnipeg. So not taking anything away from anybody, but this is a Calabrese pizza. Very similar to Napolitaniano pizza. Uh, the crust is soft. It folds, and when you reheat the pizza, because very few people can walk out eating one of our pizzas, and when you reheat the pizza, it reheats like it was freshly made. Which is awesome. And it's not too thin, and nope. it's not thick. Great. It's just the right, just right. It's the three little bears. It is. Yeah, that's right. I don't like this bed. <laughs> it's too small. <laughs> so then you brought out for us the mussels. And you taught, taught me the, the, the good way to eat them. So I've never really been good at that. Never really get the meat out. Yeah, we learned our a little trick. Twenty-year-old son taught us that. Mm. Kids. So uh, you actually use the one muscle to scoop out the shell. The, ne- the, yeah. ne- the, the shell of the first muscle to scoop out the next muscle. The shell, which are like little, little little tweezers. Little yeah, tweezers. yeah, like chopsticks. Yeah, like cheater chopsticks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And it was and that, so how are they prepared? So th- those are those are pan fried uh, in our sauce with the garlic um, and fresh lemon and. Dan can articulate that better than I can, so what do you... Yeah. So the mussels are, uh, we saute the mussels with um, garlic, a lot of parsley, uh, white wine, and with, we finish it with uh, tomato sauce. Nice. Yeah, yeah that's beautiful. Those are very good. Okay, and then next on the list, well, actually, it wasn't even a food item. Was we, it? it was what you have in front of you right now. Okay, so yeah, yeah, hey. Espresso martinis. This espresso martini. It's one of our signature cocktails, a little nanas. Dude, like how many of these have you made? Quite a few. Like, quite a few. Again. And, and quite a few smiles when people drink them. It's just like the restaurant. Yeah. If you haven't, if you ask someone if they've been here and they say no, it's because they, they don't know what's inside. They've never right. been here. Right. But there's no way you're having one of these and not having another. I agree. Ever. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It flows down nicely. It's 
cleansing. It's cold. It's sharp. It's fresh. It's sweet, yeah. but not too sweet. It's, yeah. Yeah, There's I not enough it. words, not enough words to describe how good it is. <laughs> Agreed. You know, you tried. You were good. You ran out. Yeah. Because it's just... In fact, I'm going to stop talking and take another sip. Okay. Beautiful. Well, then we're going to use this as a, a moment to take a break for uh, what would it be? We're going to take a little Just break a little, for weather. Okay. And then we're going to come back, talk about the rest of the food we ate and some of the other we services. We need five they segments we- to talk about the food that we ate. <laughs> I think that's what we're going right. to need. But we've got to wrap this one up now. So we will be right back on so- the main ingredient on 680 CGOB. Last segment of the main ingredient. Here at Little Nana's Italian Kitchen, I feel like napping, Krista Hall. <laughs> we <laughs> like we're have napping in the back. Stuffed ourselves. This is insane. Like it really is. Crazy. I just had the best cannoli I've ever had in my life. Okay, okay. Let's. You're jumping ahead of the game here. We have other food items to talk about that we ate. Mike and Sandra, how are you? Excellent. Good. Thank you for having us. Thank you for Thank coming. Thank you for coming. I, I, I sound all slow and tired because I'm just like, <laughs> woo. All right. So okay. what was our our We've eaten a bunch of things. Yeah, we ended off in the last segment with the um, espresso martini. Right, which I'm still sipping. Let's cheers again. Cheers. 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 This has been a great night. Salute. Salute. So the next thing we moved on, the next thing delivered to our table was the gnocchi. Yes. Mm. So you guys participated in potato week. This was your... This was your potato week entry it was but it's also a regular item on your it's actually the one menu item not the one but one of probably three menu items where people actually say i ate here last week and i'm back to eat the same thing it's one of the ones i can see why hang on not only are you guys new like right out of the gate you're rocking it and have a full restaurant but you decide to go in like a specialty food week what's Mm -hmm. that about i don't understand you don't want to think you've got a good product. I think you can produce it in anything. So we've got three items that are potato-based, ricotta mashed potatoes. Excuse me, Mike. Those rock, too. Potato. <laughs> Potato. <laughs> uh, we have got the potato. How long have we been, we been married? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. yeah. You know. You know, brother. I feel you. Yeah. Uh, now I've lost track. The ricotta mashed potatoes. We've got the potato gnocchi, and we also have a potato pizza. And the potato pizza, a lot of the North Americans that are, have never been to Italy experience and go, they kind of like potato pizza. It's interesting. But it's a very, very calabrese, which is a southern, southern Italian um, dish, and they have it all the time. It's a very common dish. Very, very simple. Mozzarella cheese, olio, olive oil, uh, oregano, and, and potato. And it is an excellent, excellent complement to the flavors. So I don't understand. I said this before off the air. I don't understand how this can be your second thing. You have other businesses that you're running. You guys, I know you love the service industry. I know you apply the principles from your your business people. But I don't understand how you, especially the restaurant industry, it's a tough game. It is you, a tough game. It is you're a right. tough game. Very tough. Right? And, and yeah. I know you simplify things very much. But how can you do something so right, right out of the gate? Yeah, you know, it's a very high compliment. I appreciate that statement. But the best way I could describe it is you're coming to our house. You're coming yeah. to our home. We are coming to your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> um, Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Every guest that walks through that door is walking to our house. And if you look at it and approach it that way and it's a guest, I think everyone's going to walk up with a smile. You greet them as such, too, at the front yeah, door. Yeah, absolutely. Because, right? you know what, we, we don't. 
I don't look at it from a perspective, and we don't look at it from a perspective of uh, they should be honored to be here. We should be honored that they're in our place, mm-hmm. that they've taken their time out of their day to come to our restaurant and spend their money that they make and work hard for and taking their time away from their families to spend time with us. It's a very, very high compliment, and I respect that greatly. And, and we try and uh, express it back with gratitude of, uh, of good dishes, um, good service, and just a good overall experience. What did you expect when you first opened? Like, what was your expectation of, of the, you know, how busy you're going to be, the clientele? Not, not this. Not yeah. this quick. Maybe, maybe yours was because I tend to be a little more half glass empty, perhaps, and you're half yeah, glass half, full. I'm a half full guy. I, I you know what? Um, we've had some great success with great businesses, and we've had a lot of great people around us. And when you compliment your team with great people and smiles and and people that are very passionate about whatever they do, so if you're if you're serving pastor, you're selling cars, or you're doing whatever it is you do, if you do it with passion. You're going to be very successful in life. And I think that that's what is attributed to the success very quickly here. And I think you just want to carry it on. Uh, prices are very, very conservative. Our wines are, are price pointed, you know, very uh, marked up, very, very simple. I don't know uh, a lot of places that, that price it like that. Yeah. No, I mean, we, you know, one of the one of the one of the people or excuse me, one of the issues that people have come back and said, we have a problem. And I said, OK, you know, can I help you with it? He says, there's something wrong with the bill. And they said, it's too low. And that is the only thing that people have come back and said the price is too low. Because our wines, if you can buy a bottle of wine for $44, we are selling it for 52 So it's more of a service charge than it is a markup on wine. I want wine. to complain about that. Yeah. I want to complain about that. And I'm happy to hear that complaint, right? <laughs> so the other thing is the booths are so cozy that people want to come in and they want to hang out and they want to have some wine. And they feel like they're at someone's house. And that's exactly what we want to do. We didn't want to build a bigger restaurant. We didn't want to build it where we couldn't be intimate with the service. And I, I think we've I think we've nailed it from that perspective. Yeah, I think people absolutely. have really come back. Yeah. How do you turn the restaurant over? Seriously, because people are never going to get out. That's yeah. the whole thing you said. It's so cozy. Yeah, you know, it's very intimate, especially if you're on a date or even if with your your family, you can actually hear people. How do people? Obviously, no, it's a great question. No, it really is a good question. You know, one of the things that we maybe made a mistake at is we would take reservations throughout, and now we're looking at it saying, okay, we'll take a reservation between five thirty and six, and then seven forty-five and eight, and then nine thirty and up beyond. Because you do as a business, I mean, you obviously don't want to lose money on a business, but you also um, want to make sure that people aren't rushed and feeling that they don't have a great right. experience. Mm-hmm. So that's what we've done. We've timed rather than people coming back and saying, "This is the time I want." We're offering this is the time we have. And I think that's worked out well for most people. And they, and they, because they love the restaurant, they'll they're willing to adjust their times accordingly. Well, you train your your clients too, right? They you bet. actually know. So yeah, you bet. A little bit of give and take there. Yeah. Let's get back to the food. Okay. Well, we're running out of time, and I'm let's worried we s- we still have food, and there's a couple other things we wanted to cover. So we gotta let's talk about those things first. You, you do cooking classes. Let's talk about those. You want to squeeze out. We do cooking classes. Um, we have all kinds. We also do cooking classes made to order. So if someone has something that they've eaten here, perhaps, and they want to learn how to make it, let us know. We are happy to teach you. We have... Uh, really? Absolutely. Like I said, I love something off the menu and you say, I want to know how to, how to make it. You will Br- teach them. Bring four Absolutely. of your friends and we will totally yeah. put on a class. Because you guys are, you have the facility downstairs to Absolutely. be able to do that in yeah. your basement. So we're generally doing it Saturday afternoons. We're Thursday night. You know, we're, we're sort of open to whenever might work. Um, it's minimum four people. So they're very intimate. Um, maximum six people. 
Um, That's good. That is. And it is hands-on cooking. It's not a demonstration. You are in there. You're rolling dough. You're cutting pasta. You're making sauce. You're frying a calzone. It's all hands-on. And we serve wine and we serve food while you are cooking. So generally, you roll out of here. With a big smile on your face. Totally. And you bring home whatever you've cooked because generally by the time it's ready to eat, you're not hungry. And who is doing the cooking classes? So we, um, my cousin is uh, actually here from Italy and she's doing it for fun. So fully in Italian and I'm translating because she doesn't speak a word of English and our guests generally don't speak a word of Italian. Um, But that's actually added to the charm, to be honest. And she's really warm and fuzzy. And by the time she leaves, she's given every person who's taken our class an Italian name. So if your name's John, your name's Giovanni. And uh, (laughs) what would Kevin be? Giovanni. Uh, Giovanni. (laughs) Exactly. Come on, man. Come on. Even I know that. Um, it, so it's it's a lot of fun in and it's completely hands on and and yeah and how how so is that information on your website? So it's more on our Instagram and our Facebook to be honest. Um, so our Instagram has all of the information. Our Facebook page has all of the information. Um, we're trying to catch up to our website to be honest with you because um, we. Busy serving great. Yeah, food. that is one thing that we yeah. you know we set up a simple website with a with a menu and. Uh, it's it's been bombarded catering events and different. So you events. cater as well. We, we do. do. Yeah, you should leave the website as it is, just just with no information yeah. because yeah. just contact. I'm almost you. scared of when you actually get it done. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, look, it's February and you're smoked. Yeah. It's a Wednesday night. Yeah, I came in here and was smoking busy. You had a lineup. Yeah. And so you- what's next? Event you know, wise. Event wise, uh, I we think have we're cooking gonna- classes this weekend yeah, that we are sold two out. Classes this weekend were sold out on. Um, and then we've got uh, we've got rib night coming on Thursdays. So oh, okay. we have mm-hmm. uh, it's tray carne is actually what it is. I shouldn't say rib night. It's tray carne. So in in Calabria, where we originate from, there is a um, our sausage is made fresh, as I men- mentioned earlier, and the meatballs are made fresh. And then we've also got the ribs. So we will cook those all in sauce. It'll simmer for fourteen hours, and then Thursday nights will be tray carne night. So it'll be a dinner special limited menu items or limited uh, um, uh, amount of uh, dinners and uh, that's our that's our next event so we've got the catch and pepe we on wednesdays which is fantastic we've been sold out since fridays february first yeah for uh fridays and saturdays until the end of march and uh it's it's just yeah it's been great it's really really been great well congratulations it's fabulous thank you i don't know i don't have any more words to say well, about how okay. good it is. So we've got so to wrap things up. And I'm going to talk about a couple more things that we had um, to eat tonight. Yep. And hopefully we can squeeze it in time-wise. Oh, we can. So after, we had little tiny little glasses of limoncello. They were so cute. What is that? Delicious. So in the south of Italy, uh, after every meal, they would either serve you an amaro, which is uh, almost like an amaretto, but it's plant-based, it's a digestive. <laughs> Or a limoncello. And uh, it's our way of saying thank you for coming in. Okay, so thank you for listening to another episode of The Main Ingredient. You can find us on Instagram. Facebook. YouTube. Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last time we did the show, I'm like, we're on Twitter. She's like, we're on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, follow along. <laughs> Join us next week when we eat more food. Me and Chris are going to the gym right now. Yeah. And run on the treadmill for about two days. Um, Yeah, so thanks for joining us on The Main Ingredient here on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.